Welcome back to 33 Dreams of Indy. I'm your host, Robert Earl, and today I am joined by Turn 3 Motorsport uh, with Anton Camot and Peter Dempsey. Uh, Peter's on screen. Anton is joining us via the phone. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. I, I see there in the background, Peter, you guys are uh, thrashing and getting ready for uh, testing this weekend. Is that correct? That is, yeah. We just came back from a two-day test last week at Road America. So uh, busy just uh, getting the car prepped for Indianapolis this weekend to finish out. It's our last series test of the year. So uh, also it's going to be Antoine's first time there this, this weekend. So uh, looking forward to uh, a learning weekend. Yeah, it should be uh, fantastic. Uh, uh, Anton, tell me a little bit about how you got into uh, racing and how you got into this uh, uh Road to Indy series and what brought you to the series? Yeah, so uh, when I was a kid, I always uh, wanted to race. Uh, unfortunately, the, the opportunity wasn't uh, really there when I was in uh, Canada. So I put that on hold for, uh, for quite some time. But uh, after, uh, after working for a couple of years, uh, the, the budget was there and became, uh, became a more real possibility. So I started by joining uh, the Autobahn uh, Country Club in uh, 2014 with uh, with my street car just to do some lapping. Didn't really think I would want to do uh, more than that, but uh, yeah, within a couple of months, I started uh, driving uh, the, the Radical uh, R3 that I'm driving right now, as well as the as the Miata, and I raced uh, raced that for uh, raced that for a year in uh, 2015, and. After that, I started taking it a little bit more seriously. That's when I met Peter and helped me uh, substantially with the coaching and basically taught me a lot by example. He would just get in the car. I'd look at his data, look at his video, try to do the same thing. And that's pretty much what I've been working on uh, for uh, 2016 and 2017. Now, in, in 2018, I decided to get a little more serious. So Peter and I, we decided to get uh, an Indy Pro 2000 that uh, Peter built over the winter. And the goal was that I would, I would test that car in 2018 uh, so I could race it in, uh, in 2019. So that's pretty much what we did. I kept driving in the, in the Radical Series uh, last year while starting to get some track time in uh, the Indy Pro. And uh, this year, we ended up joining the series in, uh, in the middle of the year. I uh, started at the, at the middle of Ohio. And uh, yeah, just just trying to uh, get faster and uh, improve since then. And we're looking at a full season next year. Jumping jumping right in with that, you've been very successful with the uh, radical. I I think I was reading uh, nine out of fifteen races so far that you've had a victory in, and you're the leader in the points. Uh, you guys were uh, quite busy with that uh, car as well out on the west coast, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was a similar story over the previous year. Uh, at a pretty good, uh, pretty good win rate in uh, in that series. So I think it was time for me to try something more serious. And and at the same time, I found it uh, very uh, very challenging and very interesting to see that pretty much everyone that's, uh, that's in the Indy Pro series uh, is aiming to be a professional driver. So the the level there is substantially higher than anything I've, I've seen before. While in the past, uh, I was usually able to run at the front or even win races. Now it's been much more of a, much more of a challenge here. 
but at the same time, very enjoyable to have this level of competition and have a, have a much higher target. Well, you've, you've got a great coach there with uh, Peter in the, in the competition. Uh, Peter, very successful in the, uh, um, the Star Mazda series that is now um, what has become the Indy Pro 2000, also in the Indy Lights. Um, many that are maybe newer to this or need a little bit of refresher, uh, if they thought this year's Freedom 100 uh, finish was close, uh, they should go back and look at the videotape of your finish, correct? Yeah, certainly. Uh, I think it was the closest ever four-wide finish at Indy. Uh, I think four cars scored by under five hundredths of a second. Uh, sad thing is it's getting longer and longer as uh, it goes. Every year passes uh, but uh, still, it made it to YouTube and um, had a huge amount of hits. And obviously, to win uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, no matter what situation, this is always a special moment. Uh, so uh, very uh, grateful to have had that opportunity. So tell me about your racing background and what brought you to uh, racing yourself. And then uh, we'll transition to turn three. But talk about yourself and, and uh, bring people up to speed on uh, how you got into yeah, so racing. Yeah, basically, uh, I was very fortunate. Um, my dad owns his own race team, uh, Cliff Dempsey Racing. Uh, he owns the team in Ireland since uh, two, uh, sorry, since 1989, so uh, 30 years this year. Uh, I was, you know, lucky enough to, to grow up with that my whole life, uh, working in racing cars, uh, been around racing car drivers, seeing the good, the bad, and the ugly of what they all did wrong and right in their careers. And I uh, started racing go-karts at, the eight years, at eight years old and raced go-karts for seven years. And then I took a bit of a break while my brother was trying to have his own racing career and um, finished out school. My mom was adamant that I finished school before I went racing again. So 2004, end of 2004, I started racing Formula Ford with my dad's team and um, carried that on for the next few years. Uh, very successful. 2005, I had a very successful year racing in the UK. I competed in 33 races. I'm oh, sorry, I competed in 43 races, winning 33 of them. And uh, my dad told me at that point, just at that point, be the, this will be the best year racing in your life. And uh, he was dead right. And then kind of got stuck a little bit in the UK, trying to figure out exactly what road to take. Um, money was an issue. So I kind of took the risk and Came over to the U.S. to compete in the Star Mazda series at the time with very minimal uh, sponsorship, and uh, I tried to open as many doors as I could uh, for the following two years, which was 2008, 2009. I missed out on a championship uh, both seasons, third in 2008 and uh, second in 2009. But I think I've had the most successful win ratio in the Pro Mazda series. Um, then I took another year out, raced Indy Lights, then on and off from 2011 through 2013, uh, winning the Freedom 100 in 2013 is probably the, the highest uh, uh, achievement I have in the series. Um, but also had many other podiums at road course races uh, throughout the, the three years in Indy Lights. Mm -hmm. And then basically from there on, kind of took a step back from the driving side of things and uh, worked with Junkos Racing uh, for close to seven years uh, with their Star Mazda and Pro Mazda team. And then I moved up to their Indy Lights team in 2016 and 17, uh, winning the championship there with Kyle Kaiser. And um, then last year, worked at D-Force Racing, 
in their USF 2000 team while I was really working in the background with Antoine to yeah. establish her own program, which turned into Turn Tree Motorsport. So here we are. So you've seen behind the scenes with your dad's team. You've seen behind the scenes with Yunkos and and you haven't ended up bald like me, yet you still decided to get into racing. Well, okay. So you decided to get into racing yourself with the team. Um, you probably really had to look for the right partnership, or what was it that decided to make that leap? Um, really, I was um, not that I was getting tired of working for other people, but I knew to, to try to be successful uh, in this business, I had to try to establish my own race team, and I really was looking for that opportunity um, and it kind of just really worked out well where I, I'd met Antoine and Eric, our other partner, and it uh, made sense as this operation up to help, you know, Antoine and Eric better drivers and we've used. Uh, so now Antoine stepping up to Indy Pro this year and uh, the great thing is experience in the road to Indy to be able to help them through all the, the pressures of a race we get. So uh, it's been a transition on team ownership, but obviously if I've seen my dad do it many for many years. I've seen, you know, I've run with teams like Andretti Autosport, Junkos Racing, um, Bellardi Auto Racing. Uh, so I have a huge amount of knowledge. Uh, and I've always tried to keep learning through all the process I've, I've been in. So I think all that knowledge uh, is going to help me uh, hopefully have a successful race team. Does it still feed the competitive nature when you're standing there on the grid and it gets started up, or do you do you uh, itch to get back in yourself every once in a while? Uh, unfortunately, I, I am able to drive quite a bit between the radicals and even with the Indy Pro, um, which is great. But uh, nothing ever beats uh, driving the car yourself. It's the problem about standing on the sidelines; you've no control over it. So. Uh, you know, you get frustrated because you actually can't help the situation apart from trying to guide them on the radio. But uh, at least when you're in the car, you're able to control your own destiny a bit more. So what's he like on the radio, Anton? Now, be honest, when he's uh, <laughs> in your ear or does he do a good job of uh, debriefing after you get off the track? Yeah, I think it's uh, extremely helpful to have, uh, to have people there on the, on the radio. And uh, obviously... Sometimes I, I just uh, I just feel like he wants to get in the car and instead of uh, telling me how to do it, just, uh, just do it himself. But uh, yeah, I think he's doing such a such a great job with uh, with the, the coaching in general and in the briefing. Yeah, but, uh, I've I've been very lucky to have Peter over the last few years. Uh, that's sure. So what are the what are the goals? What are the expectations? I always love hearing drivers talk about this going into next season. Um, it'll be a full season. Anton, what are you looking to uh, accomplish out of the year? What would you give yourself an A grade at the end of the season if blank happened? What would it be? Yeah, so obviously this is an extremely challenging uh, series. Uh, I think that a lot of guys go into it with, uh, with the goal of, uh, of winning it and moving to the next level and being an IndyCar in two or three years. Uh, from my point of view, that, that, seems, uh, that seems like a very, uh, very difficult goal. Uh, what I think I would give myself an A for is if at the end of next year, I can be like fairly competitive, uh, grab, uh, grab a couple of podium, of course, uh, would be great. But uh, yeah, basically I want to feel that 
I'm at the level uh, required to be competitive in in this series. So, uh, and and uh, well, you know, if uh, if the results uh, the results are strong, it's, there's always possibility of uh, moving to uh, to the next level. Uh, but uh, yeah, for now, I'm just uh, focused on uh, performing as well as possible. In the, in the Definitely being solid, being part of the conversation. Um, I've heard from a couple teams, and this is my feedback already, uh, they come out of the gate and they do fantastic, and then they reset the expectations, and then they go through that mid-season lull or they go through that difficulty because they, they caught a little bit of lightning in the bottle or uh, uh, were fast out of the gate, and uh, so they had to readjust. So it'll be, uh, that's interesting to see, and that's part of the, the journey that goes in. It is a question that I have to ask, though, Anton, um, because you've, you've seen your heroes uh, from Canada actually uh, win the Indy 500. What would it be like for you, dream with me a little bit, what would it be like for you to actually start on the grid for the Indy 500? Well, it would be uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, obviously, something that, uh, that I dream of doing uh, when, uh, when I was a kid. But uh, to be honest with you, Robert, uh, just being here right now in this series is already a, a big dream uh, coming true that for a long time I never knew if I would uh, get the chance to do. So, uh, yeah, already this is the dream coming true and starting uh, the uh, the hundred would, uh, would just be absolutely uh, phenomenal. I feel that way being able to cover the series, I got to tell you. And, and Peter, how about rolling your car out there and actually making the grid uh, of a of a car that you've been a a part of that has your name on there with ownership or with the partnership of of being able to do that what would what would that be like because you've hit the pinnacle of of the level of racing you're at at Indianapolis what would it be like to roll your car out to be one of the thirty three oh be a huge honor really um, obviously never making it there as a driver you know uh, the next best thing would be to be in a position to do that as a team owner uh, so Antoine actually looks like he's a bit of an oval specialist he had a great run at gateway uh, this year in indy pro car so uh, he adapted to ovals very very well uh, so moving up the ladder you know further down the line with indy lights and in the indy car i think the most important thing is to have a good car underneath them so he can uh, push the limits uh, you know in a controlled manner and uh, to do that in a turn three car, you know, in the Indy 500, maybe three, four, or five years down the line would be would be amazing. Um, Indianapolis 500 is one of the best races in the world, if not the best. Uh, I think both as driver, as a driver, as a team owner, as a sponsor, as a fan. So uh, any involvement you can have with that race is also always going to be a special moment. Fantastic. Always like to give an opportunity to give a shout out to uh, the sponsors, the partners. Um, because without them, uh, all that work that's going on behind you is not occurring. So if you could uh, give a shout out to uh, those companies or those uh, individuals that are helping you out. Go for it, Antoine. Yeah, so uh, our uh, partner in this business has been uh, Eric Wagner, uh, his company Eastern uh, Shipping Worldwide. He's uh, the other driver and would have been uh, very difficult to uh, to uh, uh, sponsor this team uh, without his help, but I was uh, has been extremely appreciated and, and helpful, and it's uh, great to have him on board. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I know. Uh, if it did come to having a car in the Indy 500, 
a few years down the line, uh, Eastern would definitely be uh, on the car as a, as a primary sponsor because uh, I think for the three of us would be a very special moment uh, for the team. You bet. You bet. So getting ready for this weekend, um, that's with the uh, Chris Griffiths, although by the time I probably uh, do the production on this, you'll, you'll already be done with that. Uh, what else are the plans for the offseason? Are you going to be uh, uh, down at uh, Palm Beach or Homestead? Or, and how do you balance between the Radical and the Indy Pro, or is it really the focus on uh, Indy Pro? I know you have to close out the season uh, with the Radical at uh, Austin. Is that correct? Uh, and on Formula One weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. I spent two, weeks, uh, two weeks after the Formula One weekend. Uh, well, to be honest, uh, we feel like the focus this year has pretty much been uh, in the pro, except on the weekend that uh, that we had radical races. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, as I was saying earlier, the level is much more challenging in the pro, and since it's a fairly new car for me, I had to put a lot more focus on that. Uh, and uh, yeah, I do have one uh, one weekend left in the in the radical. That's going to be kind of November fifteenth at the Spirit of the America. But uh, after that, we're trying to put a good uh, winter testing program together, and focus is uh, only going to be on the the Indy Pro car. Fantastic. Well, we'll look forward yeah. to seeing you down here in uh, uh, Florida for sure. Go ahead, Peter. Yeah, no, we've uh, also got a big endurance race coming up in December. Uh, our biggest project of the year really is the Thunder Hill 25 hour out in uh, Thunder Hill, California. So that race takes place the first weekend of December. So we're in the middle also, as long as long with uh, prepping the Radicals and the Indy Pro for this weekend and uh, the last uh, Radical Cup race, we also have uh, a huge endurance race and challenge ahead of us in December. So any spare hours we have, uh, which aren't many at the moment, but um, are, are definitely going straight into the Thunder Hill program in December, and then Antoine's Indy Pro car will go get some upgrades done on the chassis uh, over the winter with a view to coming back then next year with a two to three car program in Indy Pro to really help Antoine develop as a driver, having those teammates you know, in the car alongside him uh, every weekend, pushing him and pushing the car's limits. And I think that's what's going to really make him a stronger driver throughout the 2020 season. Well, and it seems like it makes sense economically as well of having those additional cars and the resources. And then uh, definitely because the track time is so short with the practices of being able to uh, uh, give one coaching and and, uh, be able to have the uh, different data that you're getting. So uh, fantastic to learn more about Turn 3 Motorsports. Uh, Saw you guys. you, you, You Jumped right in. I saw some wide eyes at Gateway. I got to tell you, when uh, while folks were getting off of the track, uh, but yet uh, it was it was almost interesting to see the the uh, field flip a little bit in the first part of the race because they were uh, uh, different road course specialists that were kind of feeling their way out, and others that were uh, enjoying the oval. So that will be interesting to see and. Um, we're uh, less than 150 days from uh, cars being on the track in uh, St. Pete, so uh, tick, tick, tick. That'll be here. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow. It's going to be a going to be a busy winter. Normally they say you have an off season, but uh, I'm learning pretty quickly as a team owner. There's no such thing. It's always a hustle. So uh, really looking forward to obviously getting a new season started. Uh, there's nothing better than seeing a fully rebuilt cars on the ground for the first time and shaking them down. It's always very exciting. Had to see their hard work and hours pay off. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to uh, this test, the rest of the season, and into 2020. 
Well, fantastic. Anton, uh, best of luck to you to finish out that season strong. Um, take that Radical Cup. Uh, that will give you some confidence rolling into the next year. That's the plan. Fantastic. And uh, Peter, I appreciate you. I appreciate uh, Mandy uh, doing all the coordination with this. Um, first of the year, if you're open to it, reach back out, uh, touch base with you, and uh, maybe we'll see you down here in, uh, in if not in December, then in March uh, at the uh, testing uh, down here in Florida. Uh, when, you, when you've had it up to here with all that cold weather, uh, come down and uh, see us a bit, and uh, then we'll definitely see you at a home track here at uh, St. Pete. Yeah, the goal is definitely to get down in Florida early, early to mid-January and uh, do about a, a month, a month and a half of testing down there uh, to prep for the season. So uh, get out of this uh, snowy Chicago and enjoy some uh, nice Florida sun. Fantastic. Well, let me know. We'll, I'll coordinate with Mandy as to when you're going to be around and uh, check that out. Uh, folks, uh, Turn 3 Motorsports, uh, look for them in the Indy Pro 2000 uh, series next year. Um, looking for a solid performance out of them. Uh, great backing with uh, all the experience with Peter and uh, Anton uh, uh, bringing his uh, championship credentials to the series. And it's great to have a little bit of experience with some of the uh, young bucks that are uh, going to be out there as well. Uh, so, folks, I appreciate you uh, tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite player. Uh, leave a comment if you could. Share. You know how to do all that social media stuff. And until next time, keep dreaming. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you Thanks, so much. Rob.